people and how strong they are. But, you know, absolutely nobody in this world is outside the realm of the power of the living God. He is in control of all of it. And all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, to, Ju- to Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. You know, Micah 5, 2 tells us that uh, Bethlehem would be the place, thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, that it would be the place. And you know what? This taxing brought everybody to their own place, and it brought Joseph and a little girl called Mary, who was very heavily pregnant, to Bethlehem. All in God's plan, all worked out long before. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. And you know, the King of kings and the Lord of lords came down. And when he came down, he wasn't born in a palace. He wasn't born to great wealth and great pomp and great circumstance. He was put in a manger because there was nowhere for him at the inn. And you know, that was the story of his life on earth. John tells us that he came unto his own and his own received him not. You know, he came as a savior and yet man didn't want a savior. The Jews wanted a, uh, a warrior that would lead them and free them from, <clears throat> from Rome, but he came to be a savior. He came to set us free from sin. And so typical of us as human beings, the Jews were waiting for somebody who could wield a sword and could set them free and could do what they thought was needed. But God knew what they thought was needed was not what was needed. What was really needed was someone that could come and that could pay the price for sins and that could show them how to live. And that's what he came to do, and that's what he did. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Do you know, they could say that to you too. Unto you is born a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. But you know, he only becomes your Savior when you receive him. He only becomes your deliverer when you receive him. And even as a child of God, you know what? You can try and deliver yourself. And what the lads are talking about in the men's home, they're talking about the fact that they came to Jesus as a savior and he delivered them. They couldn't. They tried. Addiction's a horrible way of life. They all knew that. They couldn't deliver themselves, but Jesus, the savior, delivered them. The other testimonies tonight, well, we've got, we've got, we've got a people who have been delivered by a loving savior. He's delivered us. He's delivered us from fear. He's delivered us from pain. Uh, He's delivered us from worry, from anxiety. He's delivered us from the power of sin in our lives. He's a deliverer. You know, but in order for him to be your deliverer, you have to let him in. You have to receive him. My dad was a traditionalist, and when we were kids, every Christmas Eve, without fail, 
there would be a candle put in the window of the house. And it was put in a, on a Christmas Eve, it was put in the window. And the reason that the candle was put in the window was because the candle was a welcome. If anybody was wandering the streets on Christmas Eve, they were welcome to come in. Everybody used to do it in, the, in those days. The candle was there because, you know what? The Lord Jesus was wandering, looking for somewhere to stay. His parents were, and there was nowhere for them. And the picture was, it'll never happen again. But do you know the truth? It happens all the time. Because he wants to come in. He wants to come into our lives. If you're not saved, he wants to come into your life. If you are saved, he wants to come into your life and be your deliverer. Let him in. Make room for him. Make space for him. Because a Savior is born, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. And the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and a babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. There really was no more glorious day for this old world than the day God came down, than the day a Savior came, because we were sorely, desperately in need of a Savior. And there was only one that could do it, and it was God. And he did, and he came, and he saved us. And if you're not saved tonight, listen, don't miss Christmas. And if you are saved, don't miss the opportunity to let him in, to let him deliver you in your life. Because that's what he's about. He's not about coming, coming about to make you uh, <clears throat> a better person in your own power. He's coming to deliver you, to enable you, to help you. But it's him doing the delivering.